You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national. We cover down on all the issues, and like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is uh, it is that time. It is that time of the week. One of my favorite segments that we do every single week, and typically at Wednesdays at 4 p.m., we call it the Grand Council, where I bring on two of my brethren who are also in talk radio, doing it longer than I have, and uh, and we ping each other with questions and just see how we do. Let me go ahead and just uh, tell you, we got a we got a ringer in today. We got a guy in who is uh, pinch hitting. So I'll I'll introduce him first. Sean Sullivan from uh, Midday Mobile, the host of Midday Mobile on FM Talk 106.5, is sitting in today for Dale Jackson. Sean Sullivan, are you here? I am here. I, I question your judgment having me in as your <laughs> ringer, but hey, we'll, we'll, we'll take it for what it is. Just just take it as a compliment and run with it, brother. Um, and then also our, our usual Jeff Poor from FM Talk 106.5, the Jeff Poor Show, and also the executive editor for 1819 News. Jeff Rowe Poor, are you here? I am present. You are indeed. Thank you so much. All right. Well, hey, I pronounce a quorum. Boomer, hit it. Assemble the Grand Council. Ta-da! All right, let's get her done. So uh, first one out the gate, you know the rules, fellas. We ping each other with questions. We don't even know the questions in advance. We see how we do, and we may not always agree, but we love each other when it's done. So, Jeff, I think you're like the traveling itinerant radio guy today. You go first. What's your question? Um, Yeah, from Pelham at my mom's house right now, uh, <laughs> having fled Montgomery. For hey, Mom. No <laughs> reason. Mom's house. At your mom's house. I like this. So anyway, uh, uh, back to the subject at hand here. Uh, am I a bad person for having a visceral reaction to uh, Richard Shelby addressing a joint session of the legislature tomorrow to honor his years of service in Washington? <laughs> so you want to take that first? Uh, I'll go first. Sure. Why not? Um, now, is he, is, he, is he saying, hey, y'all come to my party, or are they inviting him in and asking him to address his time? I don't, I don't know of this thing. They, they have invited him. Okay. Well, you, you, you speak to a joint session of the legislature, the invitation of the legislature. Well, that is, that is true, although uh, you can also ask for it to happen, and certain people will get it. So I would, uh, you know, that, that does feel a little weird. Um, I, mean, I guess they're going to honor his years of service and probably name a building after him or a street. Or the new state house, or something, um, but um, you know, I look at it and go, "Wow, um, okay, let's let's just go ahead and get it out of the way." So, uh, Sean, you, well, of course. I mean, you talk about Alabamians that have. I mean, we're we're in the legislature, right? And we're appropriating funds, and we're in this ARPA session, right? So we got the and Jeff can fill us in. I think what they gaveled in the special today. They gaveled in and gaveled out. <laughs> okay. So if you have a special session going on and its purpose is to spend money, oh, could there be a more fitting person to have honored at that time? I think it's perfect. I think it's a it's perfect branding. Will he bring a check with him, Jeff? What do you think? One of those big checks, like yeah, after you win a golf checks. tournament checks? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, 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 like the, uh, the I won the prize check. 
I, I just, I am tired of the Richard Shelby celebration tour. We've been doing it for five years now. And every columnist in this state has written up. Aren't we glad to have Richard Shelby bringing home to bacon? Look, I will acknowledge what he has done for this state is, is fine. But, but can we just, can't we just get on with our lives and he can't, he just go retire and go drink sweet tea in Tuscaloosa or something. I just, how much yeah. more do we have to do with this guy? Jeff session started. <laughs> yesterday if they were going to they couldn't have done it before so i mean if they were going to they do could this, have they knew he right no on the calendar if they're going to do it in session this is the only time they, they could yesterday would have been the first day they could do it no no no, no. he has been uh he announced <laughs> his retirement like two years ago know, they could have done it anytime here's, here's, here's what he, here's what he could have done officially he, retired you can't you, you gotta you gotta be officially out and then you do this. What, 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 he, what he really could have done was he could have just showed up at the state of the state and taken Governor Ivey's place on the podium and brought the check with him then. That would have been. I, I don't see him doing this for, for Jeff Sessions. They haven't <laughs> done it for any other longstanding senator. This is just grotesque government uh, self-worship. And, 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 if you, you, and, and, and try to tell me I'm wrong. You're not oh, wrong. Well, you are wrong. Okay, he says you're wrong. <laughs> I say you're not wrong. But nonetheless, you are there in Montgomery. I look forward to your report on the joint session of the legislature with Senator Shelby. Yay. Barf bag not included. All right, let me go ahead and get the next question before I run out of time. So here's, here's my question for you. The legislature has come into session. They may not have stayed there long today. Uh, they have come into session to spend $1.06 billion in ARPA funds. I've seen the draft, and I know you have too. Uh, you, I guess you have, Sean, but I know Jeff has. The, the draft proposed spending plan. Will the legislature buck the governor's spending wish list and add or detract from it uh, in any way? Your thoughts on that? And I'll go with you first, Sean. Uh, gosh, in a, in, a, in a big way, would they know? I don't think they will. Uh, it, we do have questions on the spending portion. You know, I'm, I'm kind of more focused on is spent is giving taxpayer dollars back you know that were deficit spending tax dollars giving yeah. them back to taxpayers is that spending okay if we call that spending then i think there may be something here and just because the whisper campaign before session started you know i've been uh, one of those squawkers about the uh, state sales tax on groceries a long time oh, yeah and usually i would talk about it and people say oh isn't that cute that's nice um this year i had more members of the legislature on the show and just listening to people off air that maybe think that maybe there's a push for it. I mean, the governor seemed real sure that we should all be very happy with that $400. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because that's good. I, I don't know what other families are like, but you put it into the blender that is my family, $400. In two weeks, we couldn't even count for it. I got teenagers, young kids. I, but uh, do I think there may be some bucking of it on, on, a, on a sales, a reduction or some plan out there? I do. Uh, Jeff Rowe, you're down there. What are you hearing? Well, I, 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 you know, it's, there's a lot of confusion as to what's going to happen, and, and no one's really getting a clear message from leadership. But uh, they're gaveling in, gaveling out, and moving. So, uh, kind of how they are makes me think that there's some, there's something held holding it up, and maybe it is that they're going to have to give in to something. They're not going to just let Bill Pool write the Bill Pool, the finance director, that is, write the bill, and then the legislature's just going to rubber stamp it. It makes you think they're going to have to give up something, but will it be significant? I don't know. I, I well, But the only thing that bothers me about that draft, Senator, and, and there's a draft up on Allison now, I'm told. 
So I need to go back and look and see how similar the drafts are. But it, it gives way too much uh, spending discretion to the bureaucracy, particularly to ADEM, which is yes. not a uh, not a very good agency. No. It doesn't have a very good track record. So that, that's what maybe they need. The legislature needs to put in some kind of oversight mechanism or be a little more specific in where the money needs to go. Well, And the, and, and here's my, my piece on this, too. I, I get I get kind of antsy when I realize that a lot of those things are written as grants. Grants that then become the discretion of the governor's office to award at their, you know, their, their, you know, their whim. And, uh, and I know there'll be an application process and yada, yada, yada. But what it basically means is if the governor's office likes your grant proposal, then they'll give it to you. If they don't like you or your grant proposal, you may not get it. And we're looking at rewarding a number of systems, sewer and water systems around the state, that have done a horrible job at managing themselves over the years with grants at the discretion of the governor. Um, so, yeah, I, I, got, I got issues with it. All right, uh, the rookie, Sean Sullivan, you got a mm-hmm. question for us? Oh, okay. so this is my chance to ask mine. Okay, uh, well, we went through one of mine. Well, you, no, we'll, yeah, we'll go here. Um, if you could choose, okay, because this goes back to what we were just talking about, but if you could choose a $4,000 rebate, okay? Now, I know the $4,000 rebate or ending in, in forever the state's, Four percent grocery sales tax. Which one? You get a one-time four thousand dollar check, or you put it. It's never going to come back. The state's portion of sales tax is gone forever. Which one do you choose? Well, well Lord Sean, could you throw in world peace while you're at it? I mean, no, 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 no not going <laughs> on right now. No, <laughs> just I'm worried about Alabama. So, what? Which one do you choose? Uh, you know, okay. Uh, d- d- four grand's big money. Four big gr- money. Four grand. It's big doings, man. It's big doings. But I'm what I'm, I'm looking at it. And I'm thinking, if you want to take the statesman's view. You do you do complete tax reform, meaning you change yep. some measure of collection, and you yep. also recognize that four thousand dollars. When you start flooding the market in a down economy, all you've done is increase the possibilities of of inflation. So, those who know know, and and we say no. Uh, so that's that's my thought. With about a minute left, uh, Jeffro, what do you think? You take the four thousand dollars. They're, they're going to raise property taxes, or they'll they'll figure out a way to raise the taxes somewhere else to com- to accommodate uh, to, for it. So it's just take take the money and run. It's not going to be worth much in fifteen minutes because of inflation. Spend it on what you got to spend it on. So Jeff's got a bass boat in his future, and he's looking at a four thousand dollar deposit. Your own question, Sean. What do you think? Oh, I, absolutely. You take the route you did. We have a, a, you know, a sea change gets thrown away, uh, thrown around. It's such a cliche, but we have a moment because of this. It's, it's this deficit spending money that's already problematic. Let's make the best out of it and change the tax structure to, to, to help all Alabamians. And there's one place you can do that right across the board, and that's getting the state out of the taxation of the basics of life. I completely agree. All right. And Take on that, the money. Don't be a sucker. <laughs> and on don't that, be stupid. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to move to a break. Boomer, go ahead and move us to a break, brother. I am right now in the Grand Council with the Coastal Delegation from FM Talk 1065, Sean Sullivan, host of Midday Mobile, Jeff Poor, host of the Jeff Poor Show, both of them from down yonder in Mobile, and Jeff's also with 1819 News. And just little old me, Phil Williams. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back.
And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. All right, it's Wednesday afternoon, the 4 o'clock segment. We got the Grand Council. Today we got uh, two dudes, two dudes from down on the coastal region. FM Talk 106.5, uh, Midday Mobile host, Sean Sullivan, and uh, Jeff Poor, host of the Jeff Poor Show on the same station, and also the uh, executive editor for 1819 News. We're back to round two of the Grand Council. So, uh, Jeff Rowe Poor, what is your question for round two? The footage on Tucker Carlson's show that's been aired yeah. or that aired, uh, tell me, has it changed your opinion of January 6th? It didn't change it. It's confirmed it. I mean, I did a whole segment on this yesterday. It just, it, it got, I mean, it's one of those things where I rarely find myself just yelling when I'm watching TV, and I did when I watched that because it was so obvious that there were – here's what bothers me, I think, the most. Aside from the, the fake narrative by people who've been elected to support and defend the Constitution, uh, what really bugs me as an attorney – is knowing that there are people who were denied access to these videos that might have had exculpatory evidence in their own plea deals or, or, or criminal proceedings that needed those videos, and they were denied access to them. And that just ticks me off, to be honest with you. Uh, Sean, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. I didn't, it, didn't change, it didn't change my mind. I mean, some of the, I mean, some of the things you can pick out, the easy things, like the, 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 almost the tour guide, Poor, you know, you got the, uh, the QAnon shaman. Yeah, uh, no big fan of his, but uh, you know, kind of being led through. I, I didn't. It seemed like a slow, like f- for the narrative to bend that it was so tense, and I believe parts of it were tense. But then right. to see the video and see the kind of body language and stuff. I mean, you end up having somebody shot and killed there, but in other uh, other video, you're going, well, uh, they're just doing a tour. It, Yes, the narrative of how tense the situation, how critical the situation was, and then to see the video, it conflicts with the two narratives. Absolutely does. Jeff, your own question, what are your thoughts? The reaction to it is what you need to pay attention to and just how yeah. set your hair on fire and how even Republican politicians are reacting to this. Tells you what you need to know, guys. We Our, our suspicions are confirmed. But it also just tells you how little they think of you in Washington, D.C., that they can pull the the wool over your eyes and you won't know any better. And now that somebody is messing with their nice little narrative here, you're uh, they're they're angry about it. That That's that's the story here. I, I totally agree. And, and watching some of them, their heads are exploding, like on CNN, which is one of the screens up in my studio here. Just amazing today. Their heads have been exploding over this issue. So I, here, here's here's what I hope comes out of this, too. I hope not only do we see uh, another part of it or at least a softening of the narrative at the very least. I hope they put all that video out there on a website able to be downloaded by the general public who can watch even more of it and gain their own um, uh, views. There's, there's my what, thoughts. What, what would keep that, Phil, what would keep that from happening? Is there, I mean, is there any legal reason that that couldn't be, you know, open sourced? At, at this point, I don't think there is. I mean, at some point they were classifying, apparently the, the, the speaker's office was classifying these as too sensitive for public consumption. At this point, though, they've given them over to the media. So I think they've lost that narrative now completely if they wanted to pursue it. So I say go for it. Um, And, you know, Tucker Carlson even said last night they did all they could to make sure they didn't expose anything. And before they aired something on the show, they had it reviewed again by Capitol Police. So it's been very responsible. But I still think you can do it at this point. Um, All right. Hey, next question. Let me jump on this before I run out of time. Uh, So uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. That bastion of conservatism and fairness, uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center uh, had one of their lawyers in, uh, involved in an attack on police in Atlanta. 
Um, I think there's 23 different people now that have been charged with domestic terrorism. He being one, however, he's the only one that was offered bond. Uh, he bonded out. The SPLC, not even remorseful, says he was there as a legal advisor, which seems to indicate to me that he knew the attack was coming and he went along as a quote-unquote legal advisor. Do you see any accountability coming for the SPLC on this issue at all? Uh, Sean, you first. Probably the discussion will be, and actually, I, I did not know that they had said he was there as a legal advisor because if, if they didn't, they could say, well, you know, he's on his own time, Phil. He's doing things on his own time, can get <laughs> criticized, what people want to do, you know, when they're away from work. Is he there as a legal advisor, knows it's happening? Yeah, I, I obviously, I think there there's culpability there. Will it come to from where? I don't know. No, I don't think I don't I don't think they they, they suffer under this. I, I I'd be surprised. Uh yeah, Jeff. Two things. Uh this guy all these people are in jail. This guy was their legal advisor. Get a new legal advisor. And the second <laughs> thing is, can we file a bar complaint against this guy or something? Uh just to see what would happen. Did it, 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 did he somehow violate his duties as a member of the bar? Well, I, I I would say yes, he did. I mean, I remember being in Baghdad, and we used to keep an eye on the Al Jazeera building because whenever they rushed out the door, it meant they knew there was an ambush coming, and and we considered that to be an indicator they were complicit. Well, this is the same to me. If he's going to the site to to sort of be there to watch, doesn't that seem to indicate that if they're carrying Molotov cocktails and all that, he's a really bad legal advisor? Um, but anyway, uh, we got about a minute. So, Sean, throw a question at us. Let's see if we can do a quick one. Okay, this will be a fast one. Um, should the United States have boots on the ground to fight the fentanyl crisis in Mexico? Should we? There's all these talks about we need to do something. we got a war against Mexico. What would you say? I mean, we're put, put uh, U.S. boots on the ground in Mexico. You missed my whole first hour then because my whole first hour of the show was dedicated to that very issue. So uh, well, so recap for me. Yeah. So quickly, as, as I, I have no problem with a Tomahawk missile taking out a drug lab right now and then letting it be known that more is coming if they don't get themselves under control. Uh, so there's my first thoughts. Boots on the ground, right. not necessarily, uh, but, uh, but some kind of military action, absolutely. Uh, Jeff? Airstrikes, drone strikes, light them up. Uh, do what you got to do. I don't think we need to send boots on the ground, though. Uh, your own question, Sean. Give it to us. So uh, I think you you have a danger putting boots on the ground, obviously getting in a situation where how long are we going to stay there? But at the same time, you know what? You send those cruise missiles, you send those uh, you, you send those drones in there, and guess what? You, 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 you hit the wrong building or it spills into the other building and, and you kill innocent people because you didn't have somebody painting you know, painting the target. Um, I, 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 I got to have somebody on the ground, I think. So I think you're going to have special operations teams on the ground, but when you talk about mass movement of troops, I think they that's a different boots, story. Unless they're wearing tennis shoes. Like yeah, that's that's true point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Hey, Sean Sullivan, good job, man. Not bad for a rookie. Appreciate you being here today. Thank you. All right, guys, Grand Council, every Wednesday at 4. Thanks to Sean Sullivan, Jeff Poor, both from FM Talk 106.5, and me. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> 